0: Well, hello, shippers. Happy October. Devin and I are here today to talk about, who we talking about, Devin?
1: We're talking about Kaz and Inej from Six of Crows. Are you ready for it?
0: <laughs> I don't know if we're ready for it.
1: Do Let's we do it. it?
0: Listen to find out. Hi, everyone. I'm Steph.
1: And I'm Devin
0: and welcome to our Six of crows series I think Ooh. that we are going to be doing a couple of couples from this series a couple because of couples <laughs> yeah well last year Devin and I uh, we started watching the Shadow and Bone series on Netflix mm-hmm. or Devin got me into it and Devin had already read the Six of crows series which is kind of part of Shadow and Bone series on Netflix but like
1: correct not they, fully they part mixed of it. it in.
0: Yeah. So I was a little skeptical because all these like fad novels that like people are obsessed with. I'm like, I don't know. But when I started reading Six of Crows, I was hooked. Devin, tell us how so quick did I read that book?
1: Good. She finished it faster than I did in my reading. I finished re-read. it in like
0: 24 <laughs> hours. I'm not even kidding. Um, I
1: was mind blown.
0: Yes. But Devin, when did you read the book?
1: I read the first one probably a year ago. A year ago. Yeah, a year ago. And then this was my first read of Crooked K- Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um and I was blown away.
0: Yeah, I seriously I read it like a month ago and I just really love it. And if you are looking for something to read this fall, highly recommend. Because it's yeah, a little for bit sure. spooky. Even
1: if it's not in the fall when you're listening to this, do it regardless because it's so good.
0: Yeah, definitely but do it. But yeah, and-
1: definitely it's not necessarily uber spooky. But it has like, there's magic involved and sort of
0: villains,
1: crows. Yeah. And it's like the bad guys being good and
0: the good guys being bad. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, so Devin and I wanted to focus on a few of the main couples because there's like this little group of like three couples. And the first one, which is my personal favorite,
1: being crows
0: yes imagine yes, but yes so
1: this this couple is definitely steph's favorite which, oh my gosh I, mean, I i'm a fan i'm a i'm a stan i should use the word stan because that's a that's stan. what people are using nowadays i'm a stan
0: he's of more of a Kanesh. matthias and nina right yeah yes. yeah yeah well so today we're talking about kazan and edge specifically um but before we do Devin. oh boy what were you thankful
1: for this week? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Um,
0: <laughs> oh, I'm boy.
1: excited for the weekend, even though it's only Wednesday when we're mm-hmm. recording this. Um, because this week is long and rough, but I know that the weekend will be all good. So um, I have we have. A lot, I'll be seeing Steph this weekend, so that's a plus. Yes, <laughs> yes. But there's um. I just have a lot of things like things I'm looking forward to this weekend, so um, I'm excited for the weekend. That's what I'm thankful for—the weekend. What about you, Steph?
0: I'm thankful for my brother. (gasps) Uh, Which one? Both of them, (laughs) Uh, because this weekend and when this comes out, it won't be a surprise anymore. So I I don't feel bad. But this weekend, we're going to my uh, almost sister-in-law's bridal shower, and I'm just really thankful for family because they. I, I don't know. I I think he knows. I don't think she uh, knows. So do they um,
1: know that I am hosting party? <laughs> no,
0: they don't. Which is <laughs> yes! gonna be so exciting. I'm so excited. So, yeah, we're going back to the Poconos. We've done a lot of scheming. Um, speaking of which, I have to pick something up from Staples. Uh, uh,
1: Staples. Shout out, yeah. To Staples.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've got a lot of shit to do. Uh, stuff but to I'm do. I'm just really yeah stuff to do. But I'm just really <laughs> thankful for my brothers. I'm thankful for family. Tonight, Tom and I are going to see Alice in Chains and Breaking Benjamin, so I'm very excited about that. Woo-hoo. That's what I'm thankful for this week. There's a lot going on. I yeah. feel like it's chaos, honestly.
1: It's it is utter chaos, but it's okay. Yeah. Anarchy, as our vocab term of the one of the many. Oh, is it the week? Anarchy.
0: Anarchy. I love it. Well, okay, uh, let's let's turn from anarchy to the madness of Six of Crows then. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we go through our questions on Kaz and Anegh, and I'm going to be honest, we were going to do one episode to cover all three couples, we, but I just we realized. Really were. We were. I just realized real quickly, like, as I was thinking about it, how much each one deserves. So we're going to give them each. They
1: deserve their own.
0: They do. So so let's let's go into our summary. I I will warn you, there will definitely be spoilers, uh, plot points that we're going into because their relationship kind of takes its time so th- there's gonna be a lot of plot <laughs> spoilers <To> be, uh, <laughs> yeah definitely uh don't listen if you haven't read the book or if you care about that type that type of thing
1: yeah um, or or if you're watching the series because they yeah. might like eventually get to this in the in yes shadow and bone
0: yeah shadow and bone does not is not like thoroughly finished with their relationship yet um so, because there's another season coming out. So, we're, we're specifically talking about the book. There will be some things I think about the movie we'll ch- or the, the series we'll chat about. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of focusing on the book, which I really like better. But we'll, we'll go into yes. that. Okay. So, summary for this uh, excuse me because I am making this up as I go from what <laughs> I remember. <laughs> but um, basically, Kaz Brecker is this like big bad villain guy um, in what is it called? The, the Barrel. Um, The barrel of Kirch. Of Kirch, yes. So I don't even want to get into all the geography and the the world creating that this woman made. Like, honestly, if you are into new worlds, like if you're into like the Harry Potter series or things like this, the author of Six of Crows made an incredible world. I just want to say that. Yeah,
1: and I will say that of her works, because I've only read... Shadowbone. bone i haven't read the other two in that series but of her works i definitely recommend six of crows a it's a duology Mm -hmm. so there's only two books but also it's so good
0: it is seriously so good and just how the two connect it's like really cool to see the worlds collide Mm -hmm. um but anyway so kaz brecker's this like big villainy kind of dude he he owns the crow club and he has a gang called the crows whatever Um, he, he kind of was forced into this life because when he was young, his brother who he idolized got involved with the wrong crowd and ended up getting killed. Um, because he was really, he was innocent. Like he, I don't think he really understood what he was doing, (laughs) but moving on. So yeah, he, he's this guy in the barrel and he's trying to like make money and he does all of these kind of various schemes and things Mm -hmm. in which his little, his band of villains, uh, Kind of, well, they don't consider themselves villains, I guess. It's more like a mafia. Situation. They're just living
1: in the society that is kind of broken. It's
0: kind of broken, yeah. Well, so Inej is one of the members of this crow crew. He yeah, rescued her. She's called her. a spider. Well, yes,
1: she's, she's her, like, name is, her name is the Wraith, but she's considered the in, wraith. The, her, in her, um, her position in the group is um the spider because she yeah she gets um, secrets she missions. sneaks yeah.
0: around yeah so and then kaz is like the the main dude and then um what's the other guy's name which one the other main dude of the jesper? three of them jesper jesper we're going to talk about too um but mm-hmm. they're like the main three in this crew that go on this trip together but neither here nor there so the Basically, Kaz rescued—he didn't really rescue. He bought out her indentured servitude to a prostitution house in—I um, mm. forget what it's called, the White Rose or something Menagerie. like that. Menagerie. Menagerie, yes. Um, so she works for him, and she's kind of indebted to him because he's paying off her bonds. Um And apart from that, so throughout the story, we kind of see how they work together for a few years. And then this big opportunity comes up. Uh, They have to break into this prison that's nearly impossible to break into. They're going to get like a million dollars or what Kruger they call it. Um, (laughs) And so they they do it. They they hire on some other people um, and they go and they break in. And it's like this big thing. And throughout, we kind of get a little sense that Kaz and Inej have attention. Uh, I think it's in the first book romantic that tension. they have some romantic moments. And basically, <laughs> Inej tells Kaz, um, "I will not be with you unless I can be with you fully." Right. And what that means is she recognizes Kaz's inability to one take off his gloves. But the dude, I think, not only can't take off his gloves, like he has issues like t- with human people. touch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he just, like, freaks out because of what happened with his brother. Um, but not only that, he has these walls that he keeps up mentally that he doesn't allow people in. So right. Inez is like, I won't be with you unless I can be with the real Kaz. And it's like, oh, that's spicy. Uh, and I, I honestly, we're going to talk about this, but I love, love, love this whole thing about the gloves. I think it's so ingenious. Oh, and then on we find part. out
1: about like she also has an issue with it as well, which we'll talk about. She also again. has
0: an issue with it. Uh, but then in the second book, the Crooked Kingdom or Broken Kingdom yep, or whatever right, the Crooked heck, Kingdom. yeah. So the two of them go through more drama. Um, so well,
1: because she gets taken at the what? end of.
0: Oh, she gets taken by the guy who was supposed to pay them for what they did. So she gets taken at the end. Oh, this, oh, it kills me. She gets taken at the end of the first book and then Kaz is like torn, right? He's like, I don't know if I want to waste my time going to save her, but there's something in me that's like, I need to go save her. So we see him trying to figure out how to save her, all this stuff, yada, yada. At the end, they finally do, but not at the expense, not at the But at the cost of her losing her kind of security because her leg almost gets broken, like there's torture involved. It's pretty crazy. Well, say hi to Seamus, everybody. Hi,
1: Seamus. Apart from
0: that, um, after they go through a bunch of their struggles, and we'll, we'll talk more specifically about them in the episode. At the end, when all is said and done, Kaz invites her parents, her long lost parents, to come back and meet her again and he gets her a ship. So it's just like this crazy like 180, 360, whatever you want to call it on Kaz's part because we're not, the whole time he has trouble admitting to her that he has feelings for her and then all of a sudden, whammo.
1: Wham. Um,
0: so anyway, that is sort of their story. We're gonna talk more specifically about some of the struggles that they go through. Um, but I, I just have to tell you guys off the bat if you're looking for a good, steamy, like, Roman, it's not that steamy, but if you're looking for a good, like, grumpy, brooding guy, and I don't I don't want to call her she's innocent, not really sun, she's not, she's,
1: but she's not sunshiny, either. But I
0: don't really always love sunshiny, either. I think she's just, she's the one who's ethical. She's, like, moral. She doesn't mm, like to take people's lives is. for no reason, and they just, yep. like he like doesn't believe in the saints and she believes in the saints and we'll talk about it, but I just highly recommend reading it even just for them. Mm. Um, So without further ado, Devin, right. first question.
1: Let's do it. Yep. Um, So throughout the duology, Inej is referred to as an investment to Kaz. How does this work relationship affect their personal relationship?
0: I think Kaz uses it as a crutch sometimes because he doesn't want to admit his feelings for her. (laughs) He just, like, he tries really hard to keep it all business because he doesn't understand the feelings that he has for her. Um, So I think he uses it as a crutch. And I think for Inej, she doesn't... She also, it kind of, like... It pulls them apart, even though they naturally want to come together, because for Inej, she's like, I don't want another thing to tie me down, and I don't want you to do this and expect things from me, because men have always expected something from her, and Mm -hmm. that's something that she's been dealing with her whole life. So the two of them, I think it keeps their little hearts safe. I think for a long time. And they're afraid to get into like the personal relationship dynamic of it all because they've both been hurt so bad. So I think when Kaz refers to her as an investment, it's to safeguard his own self. Oh, totally. You know?
1: It totally is. And it's, it's that wall that gets placed between them that, um, she has to accept that, oh, this is how he sees me. He only sees me as an investment as like a member of his clan, his clan, his, his, his group. His clan. Um, not my, my dogs are more barking. doggies <laughs> um, but yes um, and Inej then only identifies herself as a worker as a worker mm-hmm. be in in his uh, group so it's just that barrier between them that they're not able to necessarily yeah. put away all the time because um, that was how they started she she thought that she was just meant to be an investment. She was just meant to mm-hmm. be a, 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 a tool for Kaz because that's... The
0: feelings th- come up later. Mm-hmm. Correct.
1: Um, so I think it has a huge impact on their relationship in that they aren't able to have a personal relationship because they have all these thoughts in their head that they can't get.
0: They can't break their own barriers, man. They put them up themselves. That's the most frustrating thing. Um, But, okay, moving on. So Mm -hmm. how does Kaz react when Inej gets stabbed? Why does he act this way? And what does it say about his feelings for her?
1: This is the first time. The first Ooh. time that his
0: Oh
1: <laughs> his emotions start to see. Oh, and I, <laughs> I
0: I love it. I love him and his struggle. It's my He freaking is a favorite.
1: broken man when he sees her just like so um, crumpled and bleeding out and I, yeah obviously like there's there's a heart in the sense like yes this is someone that you've your partner right they see each other as partners but there's so much more to it he's he gets crazy he snatches the one the the because they have somebody um on their ship that was one of the people that were trying to like raid them um and he takes the eyeball out of the person's eye <laughs> like that is so gross i but he, know he gets so mad and not in like angry sense but in like the sanity strange
0: sense, raging sense yep. um
1: that his girl is broken and has been hurt can't. and he can't oh yeah it.
0: bring it he on. can't
1: contain it anymore and this is his way of like unleashing that rage that passion mm-hmm. and oh it's so interesting to see him tick
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting because most of the other characters have said, like, I've never seen Kaz like this. In that moment, they say, like, I've never seen him like this. Because he gets mad, but... In general, in life, but he I think it's when someone he really, really loves gets hurt, like his brother, like Inej, that he loses oh, yeah. his sanity just a bit. When you push my bit. buttons. <laughs> yeah. So we really see, okay, he considers Inej like, as important to him as his brother at this point because mm-hmm. like this is how he reacted to that. I mean, he lost the ability to touch people because of how much he was freaked out by what happened with his brother. And I think with Inej, we see him lose it a little bit there, too, um, just because he has such strong feelings. Now, who knows if that's healthy? Uh, the, <laughs> these these types of fellows, like I, I just have such a heart for them in novels and stories because I just I love it. I love the passion. But but truthfully, I'm a, I'm a little scared of Kaz in this moment.
1: I wow. I agree. He's he's very on edge, um, and just not in the right headspace. Just at losing all.
0: it, honestly. Just losing it. Um, but yeah.
1: we'll continue um because it gets so juicy (laughs) yes it (laughs) is oh are
0: we talking about are we talking about what i think we're talking about in the next keep going keep going
1: (laughs) so it takes time but finally kaz opens up to inej why does Kaz share with inej that he had a brother in the first place
0: uh so yeah i think inej inej calms kaz to a point that he can't be Calm with anyone else, like I don't know what yes, it is about her, but so
1: good. <laughs> this
0: dude is like stressed to the max, and that's why he just like can't open up to anyone because he's like constantly like, what do they want from me? I don't trust them, and I think with Inej, she is the only person that he trusts not to take his secrets. He can't elsewhere. only
1: trust like he trusts her yeah. solely. Yeah, like well, like even she jesper betray me. Yeah, yeah, well,
0: even Jesper like oh, lets yeah. him down sometimes, get, but well, Inej like. Inej is, like, seriously, uh, like, someone to rely on for him. And I think it's not even a question to him of should he trust her or not. It's, like, immediately he does trust her. Um, so mm-hmm. that's why he chooses, I think, to open up to her because he knows it's not going to go anywhere. It, he knows it's his one weakness, and he knows that he can safeguard his weaknesses with her. Um, I think the one thing that he doesn't feel as though he can safeguard with her are his feelings. Are his actual feelings. So that's the problem. <laughs> yeah his actual feelings for her. So, I think I think in opening up to her, he's kind of trying to tell her, "Hey, look, you're the only person I trust with this." Um, yeah. So, I think I agree. even in that, he's admitting to her that he kind of loves her, but he can't do it directly, you know.
1: Yeah, no. I agree. I think she just makes him calm and not in his head, in his processing, because he's always trying to find the upper hand to something. He's always scheming in some way to try and how can I make this work for me? And she just is able to level Mm -hmm. him, level him out and just bring him back to his core and in opening up. And he doesn't necessarily give full detail about what happened, but he gives her enough that she's, she understands why he, um, functions the way that he does which i think is really cool
0: Mm -hmm. definitely um okay so later we learn about how kaz and inej first met why does kaz choose to rescue inej from the menagerie
1: um at first it's the sense that um he sees potential in her Uh uh-huh like it's she this is not where she's meant to be and he wants mm-hmm. to take her out and use her for not just his benefit but for for greater things than what she's placed in like we said she, this is a uh a prostitute house so he's like this is not what (laughs) you were meant to be. You have so much more potential and I see that in you. And it's really because the first time that they met, she like snuck up on him. And he's like, Mm -hmm. what the heck? Like, how'd you get here? And it's like, that kind of like starts the feeling like, oh, I can use you for my own advantage, but also I see so much more potential in you, not just for myself, but in for you, for your own growth. Um, which I think is cool.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I think it's interesting because they sort of have an unspoken thing. Like she, mm-hmm. she basically says, I can help you, something like that. Yeah, that's it, it. That's <laughs> all that's communicated. And immediately he's like, Well done, sign me up. Like how, he comes back the next time and pays for her, basically. Um, yeah. So I think, yes, it is an investment proposition at first, but ultimately I think there's still some intrigue there because mm-hmm. she even brings up to him other girls. She's like, Hey, there's other girls that could help you the same way. And he just doesn't listen like he just cares about her and i think so ultimately it does come down to some strange tie that they have that they it's an unspoken tie um they just are pulled to each other constantly uh and that's my favorite kind of relationship right there (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. so here we go (laughs) awesome all right so this is a quote if we don't survive this night i will die unafraid kaz Can you say the same thing? So here, Inej is asking Kaz to give her a sign that he has feelings for her. Why can't he do it? And what does this response mean for Inej and their future together?
0: (sighs) Communication issues, my man, ah, it's such an issue. But for him, it's, it's, it's more than just an insecurity thing. It's more than like a, ooh, what if she doesn't like what I say? It's literally just a, can I trust my heart with this person he can't do it because he's been so wronged in his past we've talked about it in the past the reason he can't take off his gloves which metaphorical for can't take off his heart gloves <laughs> uh, the reason he can't do that is because he has lost all ability to see the good in humanity and so and when and he knows. And in himself. So when Inej is trying to prove to him that there is good in humanity, you know, talking about the saints, talking about their possible future relationship, she says she wants all of him. I don't think all of him is there because he doesn't believe in the good in himself. He doesn't believe in the good of the people around him. Um, So when she asks for a sign that he has feelings for her, he's still grappling with the fact of what are these feelings Like, are these Mm -hmm. things immoral good? Are they immoral bad? I don't freaking know. He's like, what is this Should I be
1: jeopardizing her, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. And he's like, should I be tying her down? I know that she wants to leave. Like, all of these different things run through his head, and he never has a chance, really, to sit down and grapple with them properly um, before this moment. So when it comes to him, I think this sort of kicks him a little bit into thinking about what their feelings really mean. Because there are points throughout the book where he's like, what are these feelings like he doesn't even fully understand <laughs> desire at all he doesn't oh, but understand when he it
1: faints though oh god i know she's like she's the voice of reason to like bring him back out of the darkness yep. like
0: oh <laughs> so don't even get me started <laughs> right now on that <laughs>
1: uh but regardless back to the question itself i think he's just not willing and she uses the same terminology to take off his armor Mm-hmm. Um, he's packed he's put he's created such an image of himself hi puppy <laughs> uh, he's created such an image of himself that he doesn't want to tear that down even for mm-hmm. Inej that's one thing and also he thinks that he is such a broken man that he cannot be loved by her because mm-hmm. she is so good mm-hmm. um, and we'll talk more about their identities she's and of so themselves. like
0: quote unquote pure Correct. Whoever can be pure in this story.
1: She's the most. Stop
0: pure. It. Mm-hmm. Stop. Hi, Puffy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. um, And at this moment, Edge is like, okay, that's like, my hands are clean. Like, I, I'm done here. Like, I don't want all to I continue do. in this. Right. I don't want to continue in this if mm-hmm. you can't make a decision or you can't show me that you want any part of this relationship so she's like okay i'm uh planning as soon as we're done here i will get a boat for myself and i'm starting my own crew and that's it like peace peace. sorry buddy (laughs) like
0: yeah and i think in this moment i was really scared because i i was like wow like she's a strong it's in that moment that
1: she she's determined that this is going to be her future like she's there's no swaying yeah
0: no. Well, so it makes me nervous because in that moment I was like, crap, are they not gonna end up together? Because she's like too good <laughs> I know. for him.
1: The whole time she was messaging me, like, okay, are they getting together? I was like, Well, I, I can't so really scared. tell you because I don't know the ending of Crookie Kingdom. So I know. But like, all and, and the then time I surpassed reading... you, huh? Yeah, she did.
0: <laughs> oh gosh. But, but okay, yeah. so my favorite part of this whole thing.
1: The gloves, what is
0: with Kaz's gloves, and how does this impact his desire for Inej? And how does Inej's past impact her feelings for Kaz?
1: Oh, I love this. Um, I do too. So, to just give everyone a backstory, Kaz's brother, I'm Jordy, I was like, I was about to say, I forgot his name, but Jordy, like we said, he passed away and he actually got sick and died. And he was taken with Kaz cause they thought Kaz was also dead onto, uh, like a dead boat, like a dead person boat. <laughs> and, um, so Kaz eventually uses Jory's body as like a life boat. Um, a li- like a, a, not a raft. What, what do we call those things? A life preserve. That's the word I'm looking for a life preserve to, um, get himself back to land and in the process of doing so his body is bloated it's gross it's nasty covered in disease and he gets so freaked out by that experience that from then on he always has to wear gloves um and they're like these fancy leather gloves that he can do like Um, Sleight of hand with and but he he doesn't take them off in front of anybody and he does eventually take them off in front of Inej but not necessarily touching her because his issue is that he can't touch other people. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's that metaphor that like he can't touch humanity he can't because he's not a part of humanity. Everyone calls him like the demon, like he's just this dirty broke dirty hands demon, like he's just this dark. Um, person that he is apart from humanity, but um regardless. So that's kind of like the whole backstory. And has this impact his desire for an edge? He cannot. <laughs> and he tries so hard. But he cannot get past he it. He really does. He I mean there was that moment I think they're in the bath the bathroom at the Don't the, even the talk
0: about the bathroom right now. And oh. they,
1: they both try so hard but he just gets so revolt like is revolt re- so much revulsion and nervousness that he he like shaking and like he can't do it and he wants to so badly um
0: i know
1: but in that is
0: one of the best scenes ever written. I listened to it five times. I'm not going to lie to you. That scene in the bathroom, I was like, damn, this is amazing. Because, and it's
1: not like it's an intimate scene, but it's not like a steamy scene.
0: No, it's not steamy, but still I was like, Woo yeah uh, but the whole thing is like Inez, she has the, the struggles of her past. Correct. Which, you can talk a little is, bit more about
1: Inez's past.
0: The menagerie, right? Like these are all men who she doesn't get into graphic specifics, but you can almost imagine like what she's been through as a prostitute at the menagerie, right. especially as one men who, who is are like,
1: seeking more than just like, they're seeking the pleasure without the love attachment.
0: Yes, yes. So she has all of these wounds, all this baggage, all these scars. Um, also from being, like, abducted and trafficked, basically.
1: Um, she just <laughs> yes. has
0: a lot of insecurity. But what what it seems to me is that she takes control of her own destiny and sort of gains a confidence that Kaz does not have, even though sometimes she she's uncertain of, like, their relationship and being intimate as well. Um, but Kaz just, you're right, he just can't do it. This scene so beautiful it's like later on in the second book that the two of them kind of try to like strip down metaphorically speaking like to their their bare bones like this is why i am the way i am like i don't know if i can do this like let's get vulnerable and i think they kiss or something or like get close to it Mm -hmm. i don't remember exactly what happened or maybe they don't but it's like he, like, at least touches her. See, this is why it's a great scene, because the author makes me, like, go crazy just by him, like, touching her. He literally <laughs> puts a finger on, like, her neck or something, and that's it, and I'm like, Ooh. Um, But I think in that moment, they kind of, they they shed down a little bit, right. metaphorically and-, um, and physically, and it's very interesting because they're not able to go, like, it's very kind of sad at the end. They're not able to like get past their their past insecurities, but we see them try to work at it, which is right. a beautiful thing.
1: Absolutely. And Inez just feels like she because of her past, she's only a shell. Yep. Like she's not herself anymore because of how much she's been used literally. It's so
0: sad. And honestly. she feels like
1: she cannot love anymore. Like she cannot mm-hmm. be passionate um because all that passion has been like taken from her. Um, but yeah I, so these two try so hard
0: I oh, love it honestly though like seeing Kaz put that effort in in that scene is my favorite part of the entire series oh like for sure I, because we also get to to hear his voice because it's not just one voice the entire time it's several mm-hmm. voices and we get to hear his voice struggling like him telling himself just do it and just he do can't. it
1: just touch her just, just do it yeah <laughs> and he can't do it and it's like such
0: a freaking great scene I love it
1: yeah Ugh, craziness. All right, so throughout the novels, both Inej and Kaz struggle with their identity and self-worth. Let's comment on this and how they see each other.
0: Well, we've kind of already talked about how they struggle with their own self-worth because Mm -hmm. of their past, Um, but I do think that Kaz sees Inej as like a bright spot. Like, not even a bright spot, but just like part of him, almost. Like, he can't even imagine his life without her following him like Mm -hmm. she usually does. And sometimes when, when she's when she was stolen he was like it was so weird where's my shadow like she is literally my shadow like we yeah, are one.
1: my second half in a sense
0: yeah and he just like looks up to her he doesn't know how she can have faith but he looks up to her faith he's always like yeah i don't believe in your saints but he just like loves that about her that she is so faithful and she's so good and with him i think that one yes she's impressed by like the feats that he's able to accomplish i think it's his confidence um that mainly attracts her to him. She <laughs> sees him as someone who can pick any lock, and that's not just, like, physically speaking, but also, like, metaphorically speaking. I think she's just enamored by his ability to read people. And um, that's why I think he's one of the most passionate people in the book, but you'd never know it based on his exterior. So because I think that's he why... he up such
1: a, f- like, the, the yes. front. Yeah. So I
0: think that's why she's so, like, enthralled by him, because she's just, like yeah. like uh, we just get each other. and I wish that we could say it out loud. they you know they
1: yeah, they do communicate on a different level. They don't need to necessarily say words. They just understand each other. Mm-hmm. Like when they first get Anes back, um and they're like escaping the 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 streets, in a sense, like, they, he doesn't have to tell her the plan. She just immediately knows what's going on and what mm-hmm. to do. Like they just work in tandem with each other. Um, yep. It's beautiful.
0: <laughs> it really um, is beautiful, seriously
1: but you're you're right in that Kaz degrades himself. He feels like he can never be good enough or the guy that Inej is looking for because or that he she deserves. To, mm-hmm. Correct, because he has to continue down this path. Mm-hmm. I have to continue being this person. I can't change because the world is dark. The world is dirty. The world is abusive. and Dirty if hands
0: I, is, nece- and if I, is a necessity.
1: Right, if I am not who, who this person is, then the world is just gonna stamp all over me and mm-hmm. I can't allow that.
0: That's the truth.
1: So he won't allow himself to break down. Um and, and uh, Inej, like we said she's so broken from her own past that like like you said she is his light spot and mm-hmm. for for her it's the same way like um he gives her reason for being right existing Mm -hmm. in a sense she she's so she doesn't have her family anymore she doesn't um she's been taken out of her indenturement at the prostitute house so kaz really is her reason for existing Mm -hmm. and it's just
0: i think he sees her as more as a as more than an indentured servant i think Correct. That's why she she values him because a right. lot of the you other see, crew. You, members see the, are you like, saw
1: the potential in me from the very start, and I, mm-hmm. I'm i blown away by that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um trying to think if there's anything else that I wanted to really comment on. How about that fight scene where she has to watch him get beat up the entire time? <laughs> oh
0: boy. <laughs> oh my god. And like uh, she's like,
1: why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And then he like it kills her takes over the the whole he he gains the respect of the the crew and uh it was just
0: what you know that as
1: he's getting like the crap beat out of him that she's just watching in horror as -hmm. it's all happening and even though he told it like please don't be here when this happens (laughs) she still stays and it's oof it's a scene
0: all right next question so while scheming, Kaz plans to have a net for Inej when she goes after when she goes after the silos. What's his reasoning for this? And how does Inez respond?
1: I love this scheme that they try and do to get back at Vanek. Um, I think it's a nice little snub mm-hmm. to him and it's a way for them to hopefully turn the tides uh, in their favor. Um But essentially the real reason he's adamant about this is for her own protection. Mm -hmm. He only just got her back from um, being taken away in the first place. And he's like, I lost her once. I'm not going to let that happen again. Um, But it really hinders Inej Mm -hmm. because she feels like she lost her respect nah, not necessarily respect but lost her she lost confidence like that he doesn't have have as much confidence in her in anymore her. Mm-hmm. um so i think that kind of creates a, a barrier a tension between them they only just got back and they're still not sure how to really respond to each other they're yeah. still back to their normal like uh when they're planning and sort like they are one and the same, but they still don't know how to connect on a personal level, and then he throws this into the wrench and she still just can't get a read on him. And although he's doing it because he has feelings for her, she can't see through that because he won't allow he won't allow his uh his barriers to be broken, right, right. He, he holds on to who who he is and just won't allow like we said before, like he just won't allow himself to be normal around her.
0: I know it just, it even more shows their like lack of communication skills. Like he just can't admit to her that like, he cares for her enough to say, I trust you. I know that you're the best in the biz, but Mm -hmm. I care too much about you and I can't deal with losing you. Like that's essentially what he needs to say to her, but he like doesn't understand. Well, he understands that he just, doesn't know how to do it so mm-hmm. he like doesn't do it and therefore does do it at all <laughs> yeah that that allows Inez or that sort of creates this situation where Inez is like why is he doing this like he's never acted this way before like ever since all right. this stuff has been going wrong like has he lost confidence in me like should I then she because starts thinking and yeah then she starts thinking about like like leaving the crows and everything because it's like, she's like, well, like he, he doesn't have full trusted me. And like, it just gets into all of these different things in her mind. Yeah. It sort of like pushes a little bit on her former insecurity that already existed. Um, and it just, it's tough to watch because it's like, he, he cares about her so deeply. And she just, I think somewhere deep down, she understands that, but because he won't communicate it, there's real, really no way for her to, like, sufficiently know. Mm-hmm. um, And so it's, yeah, it, it you just it's an obvious thing. Like he wants to protect her, won't tell her that. So she loses her faith in herself or loses her faith, his faith in herself.
1: Almost. That's like, what geez. I struggled with. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: it, it's and it's frustrating because, you know, the net wouldn't even work. It wouldn't even do.
1: Right, because like um Nina was supposed to pull the net, but
0: she never did.
1: It was one person a and you she can't had do to that. she had to bring the undead to help so her so really but... not
0: only was it like protection she didn't need, but it was protection that I mean she wasn't ended even up sufficient. Needing it. She fell. Well, yeah, but, but I'm saying like so she was it wasn't even sufficient to do like from the get-go. Correct. What he provided was not sufficient to do what he had hoped. Correct. So to her it comes across as a like like a challenge more than protection or or like not right. a challenge, but like or a
1: slight towards her. Yeah,
0: a slight towards her abilities almost like he yeah. he only sent her the net basically yep. to to show her. Well, if you can't do it, but that's not what it is. So it's really <laughs>
1: <not>. <laughs> all right. Next, when the crew has the city of Kerch on the hunt for them, Kaz mm-hmm. struggles with what to do with Inej, tell her to get out for her own freedom or beg her to stay for himself. Mm-hmm. Does he make the right choice or is he selfish for jeopardizing her safety?
0: So ultimately, I think it's interesting to watch him struggle with this because mm-hmm. I think he knows like her greatest hope and desire in the world is to like go see her family. Like, over whatever desire he can almost assume she has for him. It's like to see her family to get back because she was trafficked and she was never given the opportunity to go back. Like she's been in servitude since she got here. Um, And so for a little while, there's this like weird back and forth of like, is Kaz going to give me my freedom back? Like I Mm -hmm. owe him pretty much my life. And it's a very like weird dynamic because he cares about her even more than just as, like, a boss. But for a while, she thinks that mainly he cares about her as a boss. So I think in this moment, what he does is he shows her that it's kind of up to her. And I think that shows his care for her a lot. But he does tell her that, I think he tells her that he wants her to stay. So it's, like, it's a little bit of a selfish thing, but it's not not in the perspective of, like, a boss owning her. It's, like... He needs her for more than that. There's like this scene, I think we talked about it before, where he talks about when she was stolen, that she's almost his shadow. And like, it's so weird not to have her following him because it almost steadies him to some degree. Mm -hmm. Um, So it almost does seem a bit selfish to request, you know, no, I want you to stay, but it's for more than just a mercenary purpose. It's also because he literally needs her and loves her. And so, I think she would have stayed whether or not he asked her to, honestly, um, because she cared because, about him in the same way.
1: And just her morals, like she's a moral person. So yes, she, she, she knows this is her duty to see this through, help her friends out and that kind of thing. She could yeah. have escaped plenty of times. She's she able definitely to, has, she a has a the moral, ability to do that.
0: Yeah, she has a moral obligation to Kaz. And um, why do I always forget his name? The other guy. Jesper? Yeah. Kaz and Jesper. She, she like has (laughs) more than just a, we work together responsibility. Yeah. And Nina, she cares about them all so much and Nina's one of her best friends too. So it's like, I think that she would have stayed whether or not, but it was interesting to see this take place.
1: Oh, I agree. I think he is selfish by like making it a choice for her, even though he says like, Kind of want you to like, <laughs> I know I'm putting it in your boat. This is ultimately your choice to make, but I kind of want, but you. I love you. <laughs> yeah. Give
0: me big old smooch. I wish that's yeah. what
1: you said. And it kind of goes back. I know there's a line from the text where it's like, she is his rock mm-hmm. that holds him to the ground, that keeps him sane, that keeps him. Cause like going back to that boat scene, like he loses it when he knows that she's injured and potentially going to die. Yes. Um, so you see what happens when that rock is misplaced or, or lost. And yep. um, he knows that he needs her to remain true to himself and true mm-hmm. to his own um, desires, his own passion. So yeah. Um, I think there's also a line in the text where it says that he is or she is his tell. I think that's what they yeah. described it. Um, but just like that force that always keeps them in unison and together and, and tandem and connection yep. to each other. So, yeah, they definitely little, are
0: connected by yeah. something. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, he needs her.
0: He He needs her her. like real bad (laughs) in a few different ways that he doesn't even understand. So, (laughs) all right, moving on. So how has Kaz evolved in the close of Crooked Kingdom? And what does Kaz and Inez's future look like? Uh, uh, I'm pissed that we don't have another book. I want another freaking book.
1: I want more. (laughs) I agree. Regardless. (sighs) Kaz i love his development i love it i love it i love it um Mm -mm. he's become to recognize who he is and um who he is with his now family like i think he's made the crows especially this group of crows his innate family um his people yeah because he never had a place to belong prior and he's been trying to build something for himself and it it just never felt right to him. And now finally he's created something that is his own and what he can call his own. Um, I think that really stands to show uh, his character, but also the fact that later on, when he had, uh, when he has the opportunity to, um, enact his revenge on Van Eck, um, he doesn't follow through with it Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: he, he, um, he has the opportunity to um, there's a moment where he's he's teasing Van Eck and just yeah. challenging him because uh, he says that he took his son. Yep. And um is it Van Eck or is it Pekka? Shoot. Pekka. Is it Pekka
0: that he wants to kill?
1: Mm, why am I blanking on this? Oh, oh, it's
0: Van Eck that he took his son. But it's not really his son,
1: right? No. No, I'm thinking the wrong person. Pekka, 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 Pekka,
0: Pekka, Pekka.
1: <laughs> Pekka, Pekka, Pekka. Sorry. It's been a while. I apologize, oh, everybody. No, no. But he never hurts uh, Pekka Rollins's son. And I think that stands for who he is and how he has changed. And uh, Inej always sees the best in him. And even though she was horrified in the moment that he did fall through with this, eventually tells her that he didn't and again we see that change he could have gotten revenge he could have done this devious treacherous um act to try and get back at this guy who's who's destroyed him who's killed not necessarily killed his brother but what had a hand in the death of his brother and he not necessarily forgives him but doesn't punish him in the same manner Um, he does punish him. He makes him fearful of his son's life, but he doesn't fall through with the act. And that is a huge.
0: That's a big moment for him. Yeah,
1: It's a huge testament to who he is and how he has grown because we know him as dirty hands, right? This, this devious, this devil of the night. Um, Right. And he realizes like what he does and what, and the choices that he makes do matter. And they matter to not only him, but also to the people around him. And I think this is one moment where we will see him, change who he is for the better and become the person that Inez sees the potential of him becoming in a sense yeah um, but that that ending between hmm. them the fact that he sold everything that he had for um inej's freedom in a sense right uh, yeah. he sold everything in his ownership so that she could be free uh bought her a boat brought her family to her like crazy stuff
0: yeah um sorry okay yeah no i totally
1: agree what i don't know what what to expect of the ending
0: this is the problem
1: okay (laughs) i want more
0: (laughs) it is great like what he did at the end was a complete and utter like non-Cas move. Like there is growth mm-hmm. there when he gave her a boat and he told he gave her her family back. Like these are all things that prove Or the that things that he... he had to
1: do to to find that family because because the Suli are I think they were mentioned as being like nomadic and just yes. wandering in a sense.
0: Well, the thing is, like, not only did he tell her she was free, like he gave her her life back. But he gave her all the things she wanted. So as a good boss, you can say, hey, you're free. You no longer are required to join me. But he Mm -hmm. went a step further than being her boss. And he was her friend and her love, dare I say, Mm -hmm. um, because he cared enough about her desires in her personal life Mm -hmm. to make those things happen for her. So that's huge on his part because he, you know, he has such a struggle with, himself and giving himself to others and in this moment he opened him uh, he opened himself up to losing her to ridicule oh yeah to, like all of these because he doesn't things. he
1: assumes that as soon as she finds all like she finds that she tells it. yes that he t- when he tells her he assumes that okay this is goodbye.
0: Yeah, and this is she's the last like, I'm gonna see. Uh,
1: you wanna come meet my family? Yeah. And it's
0: kind of that moment where, like, in the first book, she's like, I only want you if I get you without armor. Mm-hmm. This is the moment that he, like, sheds his armor. And she's like, All right, this is the Kaz that I know and love. And I, like, but here's the thing like, what really sort of depresses me about the ending in the story is that we don't get a moment of closure as far as his comfortability touching her. Mm. Like that sounds like something that's really like, Oh, you know, this is better because he, it's not just like the cliche, like kissing scene at the end. Right. It's more it's more deep. And that's great. But I personally think it's like almost more deep for him. Like it's more deep of a wound to talk about his discomfort with other human interaction mm-hmm. like I was looking for that scene in the bathroom that he could not he couldn't bring himself <laughs> to actually kiss her I was looking for the ending to be another one of those but he, fix- he Figures it out <laughs> yeah I'm like bro you and that's some great writing that she does so I was like waiting for that and mm-hmm. I, I guess what she leaves us to to do in our own minds is think to ourselves well This is their their chance. This is like their first moment stepping into the possibility of and of course, they're not going to be healed immediately. So I get not running after that. But at the same time, like, I think I would have loved to have even just seen him hold her hand, like Mm -hmm. something like that or like, I don't know. I just needed closure to that. Yeah. Discomfort that they have
1: and we don't know what the future holds because she is still writing things and they're um, not
0: together either. Like technically he just does this nice thing for her. Like they're right. technically there's, not there's together.
1: hope that they'll continue right. being together, but there's no like definite answer. I don't know, but so which leaves it up to us. Right. It leaves us up in interpretation and, um, we don't know what the future holds with these two, but we we definitely wanted to focus on them solely because, uh, in this duology, in a sense. So, could it change for future? Absolutely, but right. For right now, in this duology, this is what we're given. So, right, take it or leave it, everybody.
0: And I'm gonna take it, but I want it, to, I want more. That's essentially what I'm saying. I want to leave I'm it, <laughs> I'll take, it, it. It, I'll take it. it because I wanted more <laughs> ultimately. Um, but. Yeah, so I don't know. I really want, I'm, I'm hoping that we get some more, like I have been diving through fan fiction and there's not really that much for these two. So I'm like, that's surprising. Me. I know it's shocking. You know, everyone focuses on the big like, Harry Potter, like all that, which is great. Keep writing, please. But someone take on the <laughs> Inez initiative, please. I need or it.
1: Or send it to us if you found some good. Fan yes, fiction.
0: and the show is like good, but it's not. It doesn't give me enough yet. Like I'm ready for this second yeah, season. It doesn't season. give me enough of them. They might yet.
1: give us some more.
0: Yeah, that's I don't what want i want them hear. to
1: change the story though. I know and that's what I feel I like they're going to be doing. And I don't know I want think
0: that they might happen. a little bit. And I guess we'll see when it comes out. But I I really Hollywood. just I want another book. And mainly I just want it to be Kaz and Edge. That's my book. <laughs> uh okay. But so that takes us to our last question. Devin, what is the last question? <laughs>
1: <laughs> do, do you know what it, it? is <laughs> yes know. we
0: do we ship it some or i do i don't i can't speak for Devin. i do
1: no i, I do. ship
0: it more than any of the other relationships in this. really story. this is so really surprising do. to me i really do he's like a he's like a darcy figure only like a yeah little bit that's more
1: fair skinny. that's he's your <laughs> <laughs> he's,
0: he's my typical bad boy
1: yeah he's your niche love him uh that's fair
0: what about you dev what do you think
1: i agree um i like them i like that there's development with them and Mm -hmm. it's not just like a clean cut relationship i i like that they struggle and that there are issues that they have to get through yes there's still communication but there's so much more than just like because usually our couples are like oh they have communication issues like that's our common like thing when we're talking about people and yes they have communication issues but there's so much more to the intricacy intricacy Mm intricacy Yeah, of their um, relationship that makes it so much grander. And um, I don't know. I love it. I really I, them. I
0: like them a lot. Their passion. I want just more from them. Though. gets me. I know I want some more. So sending that out there, people write fan fiction or write another book because I need it just for me. Gimme, gimme. Yeah. OK, so that is what we think about Kazaninej mm-hmm. from Six of Crows and follow us because we're going to be talking about more Six of Crows. very yeah, very yeah. Soon. yeah. Um, but before we end this episode, let's hear from all of you. So mm-hmm. we have some comments here. So we have one here from Mary. So Mary. Hello, Mary. How you doing? Mary says, I didn't think the other couple couples were very interesting. Sorry if that's controversial. <laughs> lol. But these these partners in crimes are these partners in crime are much more interesting because it's not a given that they'll get together. The series is going to make us wait and see how they grow as individuals.
1: That's very true.
0: Really good point. Love that. Thank you, Mary.
1: Yeah. And our next one comes from Jill. Jill says, I haven't read this series in a very long time, but I remember that they are literally the angstiest couple ever. Very true. Uh, They made me cry so much with their silent yearning and the trauma keeping them apart. I love how their relationship develops from mutual respect and companionship into something more. Also very good to know. Um, These are two people who are constantly in danger, always looking over one shoulder, but they also know that they've got each other's backs. They trust each other deeply and without question. One of the best and worst parts of their relationship, in my opinion, is how they end up parting ways at the end of CK, which is Crooked Crow. Uh, no, not crooked crab. Crooked Kingdom. Sorry. I think they both realize how much potential they have in this relationship, but they also know that they have their own issues to work through. They're willing to overcome those issues, not just for their own selves, but also so that they can pursue a deep relationship with those obstacles keeping them apart. I think they, um, I think when they finally come back together they'll both be better people because of it. And that's very interesting and important to note as well, that they do have things to work through and that they have lives to pursue. Should they part ways? I don't know if they've officially parted ways or not. There's hinting of both. I don't know what to say, but regardless, um, they will ultimately become better people because of it. Yeah.
0: I love, I love this. I love, especially where you're talking about their silent yearning like that really sums up what they're going through the entire time. So absolutely accurate. All right. So thank you, Jill. And our final comment here is from Caroline. Thank you, Caroline. So Caroline says they are total badassery. Whoop, whoop, badassery <laughs> is right. Uh, she's amazing and good-hearted, and he's a genius. Kaz giving up everything for her, buying a ship and bringing her parents is absolute gold. I love it. I love it. That See, all yes. these people are on my side, Devin. They're the best <laughs> couple in the series.
1: I'm on the side, too. I'm just not, not as some other couples are better.
0: You, you may be right, like, as far in the crafting of them, but I just love Kaz and Inesh's, like, passion. I, I'll never get over it. That was I so read, great.
1: I read a little bit that um, Lee Bardugo, who is the uh, author, she struggled with, like, her most difficult piece of writing these this duology was in giving us Kaz's narration because yep. she's like he's such a devious and such a like thinker and blah blah blah, blah. Yeah. like there's these things that he is and she felt like i wasn't i wanted to make sure that i was portraying him thinking the way that the character is is portrayed to everyone else that's seeing him right so she did good job she did good she job. really
0: did like well done um but yeah, so either way, thank you guys for listening. Yes. More Six of Crows to come as we get mm-hmm. into spooky season here. We're about a week out from Halloween, which is super exciting. Um, and yeah, so if you're enjoying the podcast or you have feedback, please rate and review wherever you listen. It helps Devin and I out to know like what you guys are liking and what you're not liking so much sure Don so we does. can make changes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. And if you are interested in joining us for an episode, please reach out on social media, or you can email us at we should podcast at gma.com. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram. We have Facebook as well. That's pretty much the social media realm that we do. Um, yeah. Yeah. Come check us out. Come hang.
0: Indeed, Come hang with us. All right, y'all. Thank you for listening. We'll fight our way out together. Bye,
1: guys. See you guys.